Everybody has a passion, but what if you could get paid to talk about your passion? If you do not know about Anchor, it is by far the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's completely free. There's tons of tools that enable you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it will be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's going on, Tariel Nation? Hope everybody's doing well after a rough Maui Invitational. I am your host, Carolina Dave, and I am joined by my knowledgeable co-host, Panther slash Tariel Guru. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing great. Man, this was an interesting tournament. Yeah, uh, let's get right back. Let's get into it. Obviously, the... Tar Heels advanced to the uh, championship game in Asheville for the Maui tournament, Maui Invitational tournament, and they were uh, hit in the mouth by a Texas team with a game uh, game winner step back jumper by Matt Coleman and went through the net and left point one seconds left on the clock, so the Tar Heels could not legitly run a play. Um, it just, uh, it just didn't go our way. I mean, we'll go over the stats real quick. Uh, they shot 41%, 41.4%. The Texas shot 41.2. Uh, Texas was nine of 22 for 40% from three. The Tar Heels were one for nine for three point with 11%. Um, Texas was 10 for 14 from the free throw line at 71%. Tar Heels were 18 for 32 from the free throw line with 56%. And then Texas had 11 turnovers and we had 14 turnovers. So, yeah, there's a lot to unpack from this game. Um, but as the as the, there's a lot of common themes throughout the, the entire tournament from the Tar Heels. Uh, what did you see for, overall from the Tar Heels' performance from the Maui Invitational? Um, one thing I could say about Roy Williams' team is that they've always been really good statistically defensively. This Tar Heels team um, has been showing pretty good signs of life as a defensive unit. The only thing I've been disappointed with, um, obviously, and what everybody's probably been disappointed with, is the free throw percentage has been awful. They're making almost statistically one out of every two of their free throws and you can't win games like that. And the turnover margin is really ridiculous as well. Yeah, I mean, like we, like you and me have talked about before, before we recorded this uh, episode of the O'Hill Yeah podcast, um, there was times in the, in the game against Texas and other games in the Maui Invitational where the Tar Heels would go to the free throw line and be in the double bonus, and they would miss both free throws. And not hit the rebound. So that's 
essentially a turnover. And you just can't have that happen. And uh, one other thing, you've hit everything on the nail for sure. I mean, I am I am proud of their defense because they have uh, they've got like a bend don't break mentality when it comes to defense, and they can make they can go good stretches of playing really good defense with uh, people rotating in and out of the uh, lineup. The other thing that I would say, besides the free throws and the turnovers, that is unacceptable, is the slow starts. The every game this this uh, tournament and every game this in this short season, the Tar Heels have uh, come out flat and come out and not had a uh, a sense of urgency. They they it's like they're just waiting for somebody to make a play, just pass the ball around the perimeter. Hopefully that can get better real quick. We, we'll see uh, what what Roy can do with the guys. Um, but yeah. With the uh, with the week coming up, where you play the number three team in the nation, there's some things that got to improve and improve fast. Um, what are you trying? What do you want to see uh, the Tar Heels try to improve in in this game coming up? What what are some things that you want to see, and obviously, what are something that you think they can improve on? Well, free throws aren't going to change overnight. Hopefully, that uh, they can improve on that as a team, as a whole unit. However, I think one thing that they can control is the turnover margin. They could do a lot better with the turnovers. Yeah, that's something that obviously they probably heard on the ride home from Asheville back to Chapel Hill is uh, the, the the turnovers. They had one game already this year where they had 24 turnovers. They won the game, but uh, that's not going to be the case when you play teams the caliber of Texas and uh, Iowa. Obviously, the, against Texas, they, they had only three more turnovers than the – the Longhorns and they they lost the game by two, and they shot way more free throws than the Longhorns, but they still lost the game. So uh, I think something that they can try to improve on really quick and make make it work better for them is coming out and being aggressive right out of the gate instead of just dribbling around trying to make something happen. And what that leads to is the turnovers early and often when you're just dribbling around trying to make passes around the perimeter, getting lazy with the ball. Try to come out there with some plays and make things happen. So we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. Obviously, the schedule this week is going to be Tuesday night versus Iowa, the number three team in the nation in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. And then we were supposed to have a game versus Elon but that game is postponed. So we'll do a little breakdown of the Iowa, uh, Iowa University men's basketball team real quick. They are undefeated this year. They've played three games. Their first game was against NC Central. They won by 30. They played Southern uh, University. They won 103-76. to 76. And most recently they played – West Western Illinois and they won ninety nine to fifty eight. And obviously Carolina this year they're one of their things they're known for is having four big men that can play at any time. Uh well they're definitely gonna have to step up against Iowa this this coming Tuesday when they square off because they have a six eleven senior that has already scored thirty points in the first half in two different games. 
he is a man among children out there. And the Tar Heels are going to have their hands full with him. But if they can try to slow down and limit him, they will uh, maybe be successful because he is the heartbeat of that team. Um, we'll see. But uh, what are your what are your keys to the game for for the Tar Heels playing Iowa? Well, first and foremost, yeah, definitely slowing them down is going to be the biggest the biggest thing. First and foremost, he was a Player of the Year candidate, and he's looking like he's hot on a roll right now, and will make things even more difficult for the Tar Heels if they don't try to play some perimeter defense. However, that doesn't give me too huge cause for concern as much as I'm worried about the nastiness of those big men that uh, that play for the Tar Heels. I don't know how aggressive those guys could be in the paint. Offensive rebound is going to be key to this game because Iowa grabs a lot of offensive putbacks. Um, and that's going to be something that the Carolina Tar Heels are going to have to try and compete with because that's how you lose a game real fast, and that's how the score starts getting out of control. And when you can't hit free throws, it's another double whammy. Yeah, that's um, that's very true. Some, that's something that Roy Williams' teams have been built on over the years is being able is the rebound margin, and uh, that's something that they did do well in in Asheville when the in the tournament the rebound margins was always in the Tar Heels' favor. But as you're saying. Uh, this is another team that's kind of has the uh, the same game plan. Um, I think if we can double him and make him kick out, they they're not the best three point shooting team, so we'll live with them shooting open threes. But if they can make it, obviously we might have to change our game plan. But if we can make him defend, kind of make him tired, because they haven't really faced a team that has big men to match up with him. So if we can get him in some kind of foul trouble look for the Tar Heels to maybe pull off a monster upset early in the season, which would be obviously huge for the uh, Tar Heels. Um, what do you think uh, – what do you think the probability of the, ch- of the Tar Heels winning this game is? Do you think they can win this, or this is just going to be a game that the uh, Tar Heels are just going to come back, come back with their heads down? They're underdogs in this game. I ever I hate to ever count the Tar Heels out. That's my team. I love them, but um, yeah, it would be an upset if they won this game. To be honest, and I'm just I have to be honest about it. They're not favored in this game, and people are not giving them much of a chance. Yeah, I, I understand, and uh, I'm kind of the same way. Just just with the team being so young, if this was later in the year, like a January game or December, like late December uh, game, where the Tar Heels maybe had time to figure it out all the mistakes that they were making, uh, I would I would, I would like their chances. But like you say, turn the turnaround for all these mistakes they're making, they just they just made these all these mistakes last week. So it's something that can't happen overnight. Um I don't I don't see them fixing everything and they're gonna have to play a near perfect game uh for them to win. But if they do win what are what are your what are your headlines going to be uh, when we talk about the game next time? Who do you, who do you think is going to step up? Uh, what has to happen for the Tar Heels to win? As a team, I think the Tar Heels are going to be in single digit turnovers and on the very low end of that, maybe only about five total turnovers in the entire game. Yeah, um, we know what we get from the big guys: uh, Baycott, uh, Brooks, 
and uh, Dayron Sharp, but we're gonna have to have big outings out of out of the freshman guards for the the Tar Heels to win. I think both of the freshman guards are gonna have to have over 15 points apiece for the for the Tar Heels to try to uh, win this one. And they're also gonna have to get back to their running and gunning like they like they've been known for over the over the years. Um. But with that being said, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to, for the Tar Heels to pull this off. But with that being said, we're gonna to move to our weekly segment of Tar Heels trending. This is where we take a dive into social media and see um, what what the what the Tar Heels are trending on Twitter and things of that nature, and just see what the the listeners are talking about. Um, obviously, the game coming up. This week, a huge game against Iowa, and uh, the one of the twin uh, trending things is who who's going to be stepping up, and, and um, we already covered that. And also, will the Tar Heels have? This was a, a question that was asked. Uh, how many point, bench points will will the Tar Heels have in the game against Iowa? Bench points. Bench points. That's actually pretty interesting because that's, that's a nice that, prediction. I like that. It's yeah, different. that's a that. Yeah, that's something that the Tar Heels are going to have to have if uh, for them to win. They're going to have they got to have everybody firing all cylinders. And when you talk about the. Uh, Tar Heels bench. You, it starts with uh, a guy that I haven't been I haven't been high on, and but he's as of late this year specifically he's came he's came on strong, so that that would start for me with Andrew Playtech. Obviously the the two big guys Walker Kessler and Dayron Sharp are coming off the bench, but uh, Andrew Playtech's a guy that's um, come on come on lately. So uh, bench points. Um, Let's see. Against uh, Texas, they had 15 bench points. They're definitely going to have to get that number up. They're going to have to have both Puff Johnson, uh, Kerwin Walton, Andrew Playtech, Dayron Sharp, and Walker Kessler all score. I'm going to say they're going to have to have a minimum of 20 points. That's being very conservative for them to pull off this victory. Where, Where are you at with the bench points? I think I'm actually going to skip this one. I don't want to answer that question. That's a that's a question I, I'm just going to plead the fifth on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to have to have big, uh, big time play from guys like Andrew Playtech and obviously, like I said, Walker Kessler and Dayron Sharp. And those guys are not going to have to only uh, score. Speaking of Walker Kessler and Dayron Sharp, they're going to be matched up against the big man from Iowa, so they're going to have to play defense as well and try not to foul because he can't he can make his foul shots. Um, another thing, uh, being being asked, um, do we think that the starting lineup will change throughout the season? Uh, right now, it's been very consistent with Caleb Love, R.J. Davis, uh, Leaky Black, and then. Armando Baycott and Garrison Brooks. I would say that this one's talking about maybe uh, Dayron Sharp coming in and starting. 
um, if I if I had to take a guess, if that would be a move. But uh, I don't see the starting lineup being shaken up unless, obviously, there's some injuries. But I think that uh, with definitely the, there's definitely not going to be any change at guard with Caleb Love and R.J. Davis unless they switch them from point guard to shooting guard. But that's not really subbing out anybody to come – come uh, start and put one of them guys on the bench. But do you see any kind of mix-up in the lineup for no, the I don't see any changes being made just yet. Maybe later on in the season or maybe even, like, after this Iowa game. But I definitely don't see anything being shaken up right now. I don't think Roy yeah. Williams feels the need for change at this moment. I don't even see – and I, for me specifically, I don't even see the the uh, the change being happening all season. Now, I could see that – uh, Dayron Sharp gets more minutes, but um, I mean he's 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 a very good player, obviously, and he might be one guy that ends up going to the draft. He might be one and done at Carolina, but uh, we've had plenty of guys that have been one and done that come off the bench. Nasir Little, uh, Tony Bradley, I believe, came off the bench, but uh, Roy Williams is a guy that kind of leans towards veterans if he if he can. He he learned that from Dean Smith. So that's a good question. And then um, the last one was a, a, a Twitter poll that I had put up. And uh, with the with the Tar Heels being preseason picked to finish fourth in the ACC, thus far what we've seen out of them, do we see the Tar Heels finishing um, higher than fourth or lower than fourth at the end of the year when ACC is the ACC season's done. Higher you see than fourth. Them, you see them finishing higher than fourth. Yeah, um, they're still in where yeah, where you, yeah, yeah. Can they get to that ceiling? Let's hope so. Do you see them finishing uh, where you see them at? I'd probably see them at number two. Um, you have – you got Virginia in front of them, or who do you have in front of them? I have Virginia definitely finishing number one. Right. But I definitely have UNC at number two. Just as like I said, they have a lot of upside. If they mm-hmm. can get some of these things solved, they're like one of the best teams in the entire, you know what I'm saying, NCAA. I know everybody can say that about their team. They're probably talking about that on right. the podcast, too. Iowa's probably talking about it. You know, Texas is probably saying the same thing now that they've won the Maui Invitational everybody's probably talking about, oh, we just got to clean this up and our team will be perfect. But I'm saying that the Tar Heels have championship pedigree. And where you mm-hmm. finish doesn't really matter. I mean, it does in terms of seating, but it really doesn't mm-hmm. matter in terms of getting the championship, which is what everybody plays the game for. And I definitely think, uh, to echo what you're saying, that Roy Williams has the ability to – Get these guys where they where they need to be, or get the most out of them for sure. He definitely he definitely does a job. He's very known for loading the schedule and not taking easy games. So we also got to mirror that. I mean, after this week, we go play uh, next week. Not looking forward too far. We play another ranked team next week in Ohio State, I believe. So uh, the schedule is not going to get any easier, and Roy Williams is not going to give anybody any petty any uh, pity parties. So. The Tar Heels have no choice but to get to get better. And like you're saying, we have the we have the 
skilled players and the uh, the talent on this team to get better. As long as they buy in and work hard, this team can be very, very good and might even even win the ACC tournament. But that's w- way too far down the down the road where we are. Um, we're looking for the Iowa Hawkeyes and. Uh, we're hoping for a win. That'd be huge for the Tar Heels, definitely. And um, we'll look into it for Tuesday night. Uh, I'm a little optimistic, but uh, what's your uh, what's your one word to, to try to sum up the game when the final uh, buzzer sounds? What's your one one word or one phrase you think when we reflect back on this game next week? What we're going to be talking about? Defense. Tar Heels. Defense. Yeah, defense definitely wins games and wins championships. If they can if they can go out and uh lock play lockdown defense or play very good defense, they're probably not gonna lock the Hawkeyes down, that's for sure. A team that's been scoring ninety nine points. But I don't see them scoring that much that that much against Carolina just because uh Carolina's not gonna be as fast paced this year. They're gonna slow it down some. And that's what we've seen so far. So they're just not going to – I was not going to have as many possessions as they might have had in their first three games. Um, but mine, mine's going to be uh, – mine's, mine's going to be paint. Uh, can we win in the paint? That's going to be my one word for the for the game. Uh, who wins the battle in the paint? That, that doesn't necessarily mean scoring. That can be uh, block shots, rebounds. Fouls, fouls are going to be a big one. Like I said, if we can get their big man in foul trouble very early, that's going to be a huge key to the game. But uh, yeah, Tar Heel fans, we've um, kind of went in depth about this game just because our game against Elon has been postponed. Uh, we touched briefly on the Maui game. So, uh, do you have any closing comments for for the Tar Heel Nation? Tario Nation, we just got to ride away the rave. We just got to continue to trust in these young guys, and the more they develop, they're going to be some beasts. There we go, Tario Nation. Tario Guru giving you some inspiration and some calming words to close the podcast. Uh, tell them where to find you on social media, man. Absolutely. You can find me at PantherGuru1. And also, uh, Tario fans, we'd like to remind you that uh, we record the – uh, the Prowl Report at Carolina Panthers podcast every Tuesday and Friday. So be looking out for that. We've had a lot of crossover uh, listeners from both both sides because we all know most Tar Heel fans are Carolina Panther football fans. So we appreciate the love you show us. And uh, you can find the Prowl Report on all social media platforms at the Prowl Report. You can find me on Instagram and uh, you can find this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at O-O-H underscore heel underscore yeah with an H. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Carolina Dave NC. So with that being said, Tar Heel fans, let's uh, try to breathe easy and go in there and try to get an upset win. That would be huge for our resume and our confidence for sure. But um, – Try to keep our uh, try to keep our heads up because it's a long season, and we got a great coach and we got great players. So, like we say, it's not how you start; it's how you finish. So we'll see. 
we'll just ride this wave as the Panther slash Tar Heel guru said. And uh, we'll just keep going. So you guys stay tuned and uh, we'll see you next week. Absolutely.